0: following podcast is a production of the network check us out on bicbp-radio.com
1: do you trust the process
0: do you respect the process Welcome back, processors. We got some serious big-time football. Big boys. The SEC is coming back. Ryan, you ready?
1: Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. The the, the powerhouse of college football
0: is back. That's right. College football really hasn't begun until you start seeing some SEC games kicking off, and we get a whole bunch of them uh, this weekend. Uh, but first, let's get into like we try and do is hit uh, some breaking news, but breaking. Uh, COVID's. Lots of COVID tests, lots of positive COVID tests, postponing games. Uh, for those that don't know, Houston University has yet to play a college football game. It is their third postponement. Do you know this, Ryan?
1: I didn't know that, but it kind of makes sense. You know, being down here in Texas, um, a, lot of, a lot of people think they are immune, immune to this disease. Right. Uh, a lot of anti-maskers, um, yeah. but that's for another podcast. So <laughs> I will leave my thoughts on that um, to myself.
0: There you go. <laughs> Way to stay mostly neutral. Boom. Boom. Uh, they're not alone. Notre Dame had some positive tests. Uh, so their game with Wake Forest is also postponed.
1: Notre Dame had like seven, I think, right? They, they had like seven
0: positive tests. They did, yes. Oh, gosh. Um, I think that's it for this week, at least in the top 25 action. Um, let me see. Is there anyone else I'm missing? No, I think we're all right. Um. Yeah, North Texas, Houston, uh, South Florida, Florida Atlantic. No, no, no. They're playing. I'm sorry, I misread there. Yeah, no, I think we're all right. Uh, oh, okay, but this is a uh Tulsa and Arkansas State is uh, postponed. That's the one that I Damn just saw. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Ooh, Temple and Navy's postponed. So okay, anchors down. That's <sighs> Vanderbilt.
1: I'm sure Navy's team is seeking the virus at this point.
0: <laughs> it's pretty pretty much. Um, anything else? Uh, there's been some op-back ends. Uh, I saw some receivers have decided to return to their teams. Uh, Minnesota's wide receiver, B- 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 Bateman? Bateman?
1: I'm kind of surprised they're just letting him. Okay, yeah, come on, come back. Your yeah.
0: Game. Yeah, it's it's uh keeping good faith. I think that's what that is. Right. Yeah. So. Right. That's that's uh pretty much what we got going on for a uh, breaking news. Instead, what we will do is get right into your SEC preview, seeing as they are kicking back in this weekend. And uh, the way we did it this time is, uh, we broke up the conference. Ryan gets the East. I get the West. Uh, I don't know why he chose the East. I guess maybe he just is a. I to be nice. Big fan of the Florida Gators or something. I'm not really sure.
1: I wanted to give you the 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 better division. So.
0: Oh, well, thank you.
1: I'm just a sweetheart.
0: So let's start off with the uh, what you did. You said is the lesser division. Uh, yes. Yeah. Let's, let's start off with the East.
1: All right. Well, um, I'm going to start here. I'm going to go from. I guess, I guess, worst of first. Um, let's start with the Vanderbilt Commodores, Bry. Anchor's um, down. Head coach Derek Mason, seventh year. He has a record of 24 and 47. Um, not great. Uh, last year, they finished three and nine. So, um, Vanderbilt is definitely going to struggle now because of the 10 game uh, SEC schedule. Usually they can get a couple gimme games in there, but now that they're stuck just playing strictly SEC teams, that is going to um, hurt them for sure. Um, When it comes to quarterback, there's literally no type of experience. Um, We're looking at freshman Mike Wright to start. He's 6'3", 187. Um, I would give you some stats, but (laughs) he's a freshman, so uh, he doesn't have any. Doesn't have any, Bri. Um, as we know, they lost their uh, starting running back Keyshawn Vaughn to the NFL. They lost all of their offensive linemen except for right tackle Tyler Steen. And they do have; they did bring in a couple transfers, though. On the line, they brought in Malik Langhorn and Derek Green from Florida and Oklahoma, but still. You know, bro, we've we've said it before. Continuity on the offensive line is one of the biggest things. You got to build that chemistry. So they're probably going to be shuffling guys around all season. So definitely not a good start for them.
0: So you're saying <laughs> uh, they do? You're saying up? they're, they're going to stick with tradition and they're going to uh, not be so good?
1: That's kind of how it's looking. It's kind of how it's looking. Um, they do have their senior running back returning, uh, Jamari Wakefield. He's 6'1", 223. Looked up his stats, nothing to look at, not that great. So that's kind of the only continuity they got going on on offense. Um, one thing to keep note of him, he did miss all of last season with um, a leg injury. So keep an eye on that. He's a big body though. 6'1", 223. It's a bowling ball. Um, they do have a pretty good pair of safeties. Um Deshaun Jerkins and Brendan Harris. So that's kind of the bright spot on their uh, on their defense there. They do have um, one returning defensive end, Deo Odeyingbo. Right? can you repeat that for me?
0: Odeyingbo?
1: <laughs> Ode, Odeyingbo. Odeyingbo. Dayo Odeyingbo. That's fun to say. Um, he was pretty productive last year. Six and a half sacks, um, Six six two seventy six. 276. Um, another long, one of those long defensive ends, Right. and then um, kind of to round out the defense here, they have a couple senior linebackers returning. Andre Mintz, who's 6'3", 246. He had four and a half sacks last year, 22 tackles, and um, Dimitri Moore, um, both seniors. Dimitri Moore, 6'3", 234, 48 tackles, and only half a sack. So, um, yeah, Vanderbilt uh, definitely, with their weak offense, they're going to struggle, struggle mightily, mightily in the mm-hmm. SEC. Um, I don't see them being very uh, productive.
0: Nope, nope. They always struggle.
1: Yep. So that is your Vanderbilt Commodores. Now, moving on.
0: My Vanderbilt Commodores.
1: Oh shoot. <laughs> no, no more maize and blue. He's moving to Vanderbilt.
0: No more Louisville Cardinals.
1: Yeah right. Oh, oh. Who would win, Louisville or Ma- or Vanderbilt?
0: Probably Louisville. Mm-hmm. I really think so. They'd have to outscore them.
1: Not tough. Um. <laughs> all right, let's move on to Missouri. Uh, first time head coach, Alaya Drinkwitz.
0: Alaya, drink drink,
1: drink drinkwitz. drinkwitz Drinkwitz Drink Drinkwitz Drinkwitz. You drink it. Um, I'll drink it. I'm all. I'm all in. I'm Missouri. I'm. I'm uh, drinking the Kool Aid. I'm kidding. Uh, 2019, they finished six and six. Um. So this new head coach, he came from Appalachian State. Um. He finished last year thirteen to one. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty good. good. Um. Looked at his resume. Solid. Came from um. Uh, NC State guy. Um. So yeah. First year kind of a question mark, but had a productive season last year for Appalachian State. Um, Now, I don't know if you know, Missouri has one of the best linebackers in college football right now.
0: I actually Um, do know that.
1: Nick Bolton. Yes. Um, He kind of broke out last year, like, out of nowhere. No one – from all the reports I was reading, nobody saw this guy coming at all. Um, Seven and a half tackles for a loss, 10 passes defended, two interceptions. So those are some good numbers. For a first-time starter six foot 232 so a little bit on the shorter side but he's still got good size for the linebacker All so right. keep an eye on him he's going to be a legitimate draft prospect at some point
0: got a great um, defensive line in front of him
1: yes however they did lose um jordan elliott i believe did he go to the dolphins or i think he went to the bengals I believe he went to the bengals um but they are returning kobe Whiteside. he's a senior He's six foot one, three hundred, kind of the shorter, shorter end of a defensive tackle, mm-hmm. but finished last season with seven and a half sacks, so pretty productive. Um, so yeah, that's how they're looking on the defensive line. No, really, no one else of note really, but um, so kind of in the secondary, returning two senior safeties, Tyree Gillespie, okay, six foot two ten, uh, had no picks last year have 50 tackles one sack and one forced fumble and then the other safety we're looking at Joshua Bledsoe side note hate the way he spells his name it's Joshua you know J O S H U A and then an H at the end what's the point of that extra H
0: I wonder if that's more biblical
1: it could be but I don't like it okay so Joshua Bledsoe six foot two hundred also no picks fifty tackles they're fine. They should be. They have experience. A lot of starts between both of them. So that's always a good thing to have in the secondary. Right. Um, so offensive side of the ball. I read a few articles. No decision has been made for starting quarterback, but their options are a transfer from TCU. Sean Robinson, he was a blue chip uh, prospect or not prospect recruit coming into TCU. He is 6'2", 220, at TCU last year, he had 1,334 yards, nine touchdowns, eight interceptions. Not that great. Nothing to um, be proud of really, I guess. And mm-hmm. then redshirt freshman Connor Basilak, 6'3", 220. From the articles I'm reading, I'm thinking they're leaning the redshirt freshman Connor Bazelak, so that's kind of a storyline to keep up with. And then um they do have a pretty good backfield. Uh, they got two guys, Larry Roundtree, the third, who is 5'10, 210. He had 186 carries last year, 829 yards, nine touchdowns. And then Tyler Batty, 5'9, 200 pounds, 100 carries for 457 yards and three touchdowns. Now, the big thing that stuck out to me with this, with these two guys, none of them have a fumble on their record. Interesting. Is pretty good. And then receiver, it's just a bunch of guys. They're just trying to figure out, they're just kind of trying to find out who's gonna play where. So I'm not really gonna get into that. There's too many names and too much unknown. So okay, that's your Missouri.
0: Woo-hoo. <clears throat> Go Mizzou. All right. We drink a water here.
1: All right. All right, Bri. Our South Carolina Game Cox. Go cocks.
0: Wait, would you just what was that hand gesture? I don't
1: know. I just hook him horn. I don't know. I just, that's kind of just moving on. Um, <laughs> that's just kind of the standard. I just throw it up. All right.
0: You, you fully uh, are a Texan now. hundred yeah. percent. on.
1: Yep. They have brought me in with open arms, so never coming back. Maybe. We don't know. All right. Will Muschamp returning for his fifth season. 26, um, 25 record for him. And South Carolina finished with a lackluster 4-8 and record. Now, this is kind of interesting for them um, on offense. This is from Bill Conley of ESPN. They lost six of the ten players that were targeted at least 15 times last year in this offense.
0: Oh, my God. So, not
1: great. (laughs) Not great. Um, They did have a big-name recruit at running back freshman uh Marshawn Lloyd mm-hmm. he is going to be missing because of an injury I did not see the injury I probably should have looked that up but he'll be fine he's a freshman he'll recover and be fine quarterback Ryan Holinski um 6 225 uh 2,357 yards 11 touchdowns five picks um he's kind of going to struggle this year with an unknown offense nobody knows who's playing where they don't know who the starting running back's going to be the only real set thing is senior wide receiver shy smith he's 510 190 Um, in his career he's got 117 catches 1500 yards and three touchdowns so he's kind of the i think that's going to be Halinsky's main target he's a senior he's got a lot of experience he's got a lot of starts under his belt so that's going to be the top option for them okay um, coming in at number two receiver, you're probably looking at Josh Van. He's another smaller guy, 5'10", 190. Last year finished 19 catches, 171 yards, no touchdowns. So South Carolina in terms of talent on the offensive side of the ball, um, it's, not, it's not looking very good for them. Um, they do, however, to kind of brighten up the roster, they have two very, very, very good corners. And these guys are long, Bri.
0: Yeah. Right? Uh, one of them is six foot four, isn't he?
1: Yes. Uh, they're both juniors. And the one you're thinking of is Israel Mukanamu. Yes. He is six foot four, 205 pounds. He is a long dude. Yeah. Long. That's
0: that's something you used to do in Madden back in the day. Yes. Where you would take a, a wide receiver and convert over to corner.
1: Right. I mean, that's that's just nutty. He's crazy big, um, four picks for him last year. And then also they have JC Horn. Also, he's still above that six foot mark. He's six foot two hundred five. So a couple of long corners on the outside there for the Gamecocks. Um, they do have a uh, senior defensive end, um, Aaron Sterling returning. He's six 245. He's kind of small for a defensive end, but six sacks last year, one forced fumble. Um, Now, South Carolina did manage to recruit the number eight player in the nation in defensive end, Jordan Birch. He is 6'6", 275. So that's one name to keep an eye on, on the South Carolina defensive line. Okay. All right. Moving on. Um, Kentucky, Brian, Kentucky. Uh, Mark Stoops. Yep. Turning for his eighth year. 44 and 44, a perfect 500. Uh, finished last year 8 and 5. Now, Bry, they lost one of the most explosive, versatile college football players we've seen in a really long time in Lin Bowden.
0: Right. We're
1: both fans of this guy. Yep. Have you – I'm sure you have. Do you happen to recall what his stat line looked like last year? No? Okay, I'll read it to you. Mm. 1,495 rush yards, uh-huh. 403 pass yards, mm-hmm. and 348 receiving yards for Lynn Bowden. So, essentially, that was the whole Kentucky offense, and they somehow turned in eight wins on the back of Lynn Bowden. Yeah, man. Now, Lynn Bowden is no longer there. So, what's the, that's, that's the big question mark. Um, so, the reason Lynn Bowden got so much play last year was because their quarterback, senior quarterback Terry Wilson, um, got injured. Right. So Terry Wilson will be returning. He's 6'3", 202, nothing great. Um, He can't throw the ball. I think he had, I think he's got around 2,900 yards in his career, something like that. Nothing too big. Um, Now we were talking about long corners for South Carolina. I'm going to tell you about some three, (coughs) excuse me, some three, I'm sorry, why did I do that? Edit that out. Some three uh, big running backs.
0: Hey, hey Matt, don't don't edit that yep. out. Matt, edit that
1: out. If Matt, if you're listening to this, please edit that out. Go Colts. Um, they're returning three big running backs, okay? Um, senior Asim Rose, 6'1, 214, sophomore Cav- cavosi smoke. That's not a made-up name. That's oh, a real name.
0: I, th- I was waiting, like, is that a nickname?
1: Nope, that's a name. 59201. And Chris Rodriguez, Jr., 5'11", Ooh. 224. So all over the 200 marks, some big thumpers in the backfield. They are returning four starters at the offensive line. Yes. Once again, continuity, huge on the offensive line. And that's going to be big for those big-ass running backs in Kentucky.
0: Right. Uh, um, that was the, the one thing that when you, started, when you were like, I'm going to talk about Kentucky now, I was like, Cool. He's definitely going to talk about how this offensive line is going to give him a chance.
1: Yes. Yep. Offensive line is going to keep him in play. Um, but yeah, Terry Wilson is a big question mark for them. Um, no real guys at wide receiver. Um,
0: no Steve so. Johnsons?
1: No. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, on the other side, defensive side of the ball, returning senior linebacker Jamar Boogie Watson, baby. Coming back, 6'3", 244, finished last year, six and a half sacks. So that's kind of um, their big name on the defense. They do have a couple of uh, multi-sack defensive end juniors returning. Joshua Pascal, 6'3", 278, three and a half sacks, two forced fumbles. And then Jordan Wright on the other side, uh, 6'5", 233. He's tall, sounds pretty lanky, 233. That's a skinnier, smaller defensive end. He finished last year three sacks and one forced fumble. Now, one thing to note: Kentucky did struggle with the run last year, 157 yards per game from opposing teams, and that is where Justin Rogers comes into play, Bry. That is their freshman this year. Um, he is six foot three, 336 pounds in the middle of that defensive line, so he's a wall. Okay. So, they're hoping he's going to bring that number down a little bit or at least help. Right. All right, moving on. That was Kentucky. Now we're moving on to Tennessee. Um, head coach Jeremy Pruitt returning for his third year. He's 13 and 12. Um, finished last year 8 and 5. Okay. So, they lost three of their four top pass catchers from last year. Uh, The only returner, really, is senior wide receiver Josh Palmer, 6'2", 200 pounds. Finished last year, 34 catches, 457 yards, and one touchdown. They are bringing back a couple running backs. Senior Ty Chandler, he's 5'11", 209. Had 135 carries, 655 yards, and three touchdowns. And then his backup is going to be – well, I shouldn't say backup. They're probably going to be – splitting the load in the backfield. So Eric Gray is the other guy, 5'10", 200 pounds, 100 carries, 539 yards, and four touchdowns. Now they do have some consistency at quarterback. Uh, Senior Jarrett Guaratano, be familiar, 6'4", 215, had 2,100 yards, 16 touchdowns, Eight interceptions. Now I have a really interesting stat about him. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like to guess how many rushing yards he has in his career? Um, he's got about, he's got over 200 carries in his career.
0: What year is he in? He's a senior. I'm going to guess he probably didn't play the first couple of years, so really we're talking about 3 years of action. Uh, I'm going to say he has 700 yards.
1: Close. He has negative seventy nine yards rushing for his career.
0: <laughs> that may be my favorite stat that we've ever read on this show.
1: I cannot make this up. Um, yeah, I believe he has over.
0: Let me double check. Two hundred yes. carries.
1: Yep. Let me sh- hold on. Let me pull it up. I I said the same thing. Um, pull this up on ESPN, Jarrett. Okay. Here we go. So, rushing. He had 66 carries in 2017 for negative 39 yards. In 2018, he had 40 carries for negative 94 yards. And then in 2019, he had 49 carries for 54 yards. That's 155 carries for negative 79 yards. He averages negative 0.5 yards a carry.
0: That's the most incredible thing I've
1: ever heard. Now, that now those are some Reggie Bush numbers in, with Buffalo, baby. I have more rushing yards than him in college football. So
0: I have more rushing yards in my sleep. You do? Yeah.
1: You do. Um, okay. Back on track. Sorry about that, Jared. We had to expose you. So, they do have returning four-star recruit, sophomore, wide receiver, Ramel Keaton. Um, this is the guy that needs to step up. They have a lot of stock in this guy. Uh, he's 6'3". 190, so this is probably going to be Jarrett's main target on the offense. Um, Another team with a solid offensive line, 82 combined starts throughout this whole offensive line, so that's huge. Um, The big name on this line is their guard, Trey Smith. He's 6'6", 335. He's going to be a legitimate prospect, um, one of the top guards in the class, so he's the big name really on this whole team. Yeah. Um, they have a whole plethora of guys in the secondary. Three safeties, three corners returning. Um, not going to get into them. Too many names. Didn't feel like writing them all down. Um, so, yeah. That's your tel- your Tennessee balls. Volunteers.
0: Uh, okay. Have, let's see if yes. Ryan remembers. Uh, what is Tennessee's mascot? You remember? I I don't remember. Okay. It's a retriever. Do you remember what his name is? Bo. You no. wanted it to be Bo. I did. Yeah. It's not. Smoke. It? Smokey. Mm.
1: Yes. I should have known that. It's okay. I should have known that. I'm sorry. You really put me on the spot there. That hurt.
0: Well, feel free to do it to me when I'm up.
1: Okay. I'll do my best. All right. There we go. Okay. Moving on. Um, This is where it starts to get more exciting in the East. It's where it starts to get a little more exciting.
0: Promises. Um, Promises. Promises, Ryan.
1: Oh, shoot. All right. Florida Gators. Florida Gators. Head coach Dan Mullen coming back for his third year. He is 21 and 5. 21 and Mm 5. They finished last year 11 and 2. Now, as we know, Mr. Felipe Franks got hurt uh, last season, and that's when quarterback Kyle Trask emerged from the smoke, okay? Yes. This is this was his little breakout tour. 2,941 yards, 25 touchdowns, seven interceptions. That's a hell of a line. It's right. a hell of a line for someone who's just starting out to play quarterback, okay? If Trask succeeds, the Gators will succeed. He's like the main piece. He is the main um, – I was gonna say a chess piece, but I don't play chess. So um, moving on. If Trask is good, they'll be good. So kind of how we talked about with my Miami Hurricanes, the Gators also have a big name tight end, tight end Kyle Pitts, 6'6", 240, finished last year with 54 receptions for 650 yards and five touchdowns. This is gonna be Trask's main guy. The Kyle to Kyle connection is gonna be strong in um, the swamp, okay? They are returning three wide receivers. Trevin Grimes, 6'4", 218, he's a senior. Uh, Jacob Copeland, sophomore, 6'203, and Kadarius Tooney, senior, 6'193. Now, the main thing that stuck out to me when I was looking at these guys' stats, they all averaged over 13 yards per catch. These are big-time deep threats, right? These wide receivers. So look for Travis to be throwing the ball downfield to these guys. So um, they also have a Penn State University transfer sophomore. He was a five-star recruit last year. Justin Shorter. He's six foot five, 225. He's a big boy, wide receiver. Big boy. boy. Um, So, yeah, that's how we're looking at the offense. The run game is kind of a mystery right now. They have a couple dudes, Damian Pierce and then Miami transfer Lorenzo Lingard. As we know, they did lose LaMichael Pirine to the draft to the New York Jets specifically. So the run game is kind of a mystery. It's going to be a battle between those two guys to see who gets the main, um, those main RB1 touches. Defensive side of the ball. They lost Jonathan Grenard to the NFL. We know this. So Whoever's left now, that's Jeremiah Moon, he returns. He's six 6'5", 250, three sacks. Um, they have three junior linebackers returning. Amari Burney, Ventrell Miller, and CJ McWilliams. Those are the guys going to be patrolling the middle of the field. So a lot of experience at the linebacker position. And then big name, two big names in the secondary. Safety, uh, Sean Davis. Uh, six foot 206, had three interceptions last year. Another big name corner bride, Junior Marco Wilson. He's six foot 195, three interceptions. What were you going to say something?
0: No, you're good.
1: You're good? Okay. Yeah, so those are the big names in the secondaries. So keep an eye on those guys. Um, so, yeah, I think Florida is going to have a pretty good year. They have a solid offense. They're going to have a solid defense. So um, look for the Gators to be successful next year. And then we have our Georgia Bulldogs, Bri. Name the mascot. It's a bulldog, man. His name is uh, he's he's got like a weird name. Yeah. Like it's like, it's like three letters, and no one knows if it, You say the letters or you say the names, and I can't remember what is it. Just tell me. Uga. Uga. Yeah. I see. D-A. University of Georgia athletics, the bulldog. <laughs> All right, Georgia don't be, bulldog. Don't be mad at me. Go Dogs. Wait, now you're like throwing up a no. See, the shirt I'm wearing, Navarro College. That's the yeah. college by us, by me. Um, Navarro Bulldogs. That's what they hold up at the football games. That's go go Dogs. Dog. Yeah. Yep. Go, go Dogs. Okay. Back on track. Getting back on track. All right. Georgia Bulldogs, coached by Kirby Smart, coming back for his fifth year. He's 44 and 12. Finished last year 8 and 2. So. They lost their starting quarterback, to which you and I both know, Mr. Jake Fromm. Mr. Jake Fromm, drafted by the Buffalo Bills this past April. So out with Jake Fromm, in comes USC transfer J.T. Daniels. J.T. Daniels. He is likely to be the starter. They do have another freshman, but let's be real here. J.T. Daniels is going to have that job. Started off hot last year against Fresno State. 300 yards at half, boom, goes down, injury, done, done for the year. JT Daniels. So now he's the guy in Georgia. 6'3, 210. Okay, moving on to wide receiver. Um, JT Daniels is going to be thrown to wide receiver George Pickens. Uh, He's kind of a guy, he started a little slow last year. He broke out at the end, at the last six games, uh, 405 yards and six touchdowns. Finished the season. Um, 49 catches, 727 yards, and eight touchdowns. They also have Demetrius Robertson, six foot 190, 30 catches, 333 yards, three touchdowns, a lot of threes in that stat line. They also have a ton of blue chip guys at receiver. Kirby Smart is very good at recruiting. We know this. So they have a lot of big-name receivers coming in the pipeline. So – They are returning two two running backs. They're nothing great. They're nothing spectacular, but as we know, Georgia Bulldogs always produce, or Georgia Bulldog running backs always produce. So we're looking at Zamir White, six foot, 215, another big body back. Um, Big body back, triple B. I like that.
0: We're going to keep that in the lexicon.
1: Big body back, triple B, baby. Okay, six foot, 215. 78 carries, 408 yards, three touchdowns. And then they also have James Cook, smaller guy, 5'11", 190, 31 carries, 188 yards, and two touchdowns last year. Now, as we talk about with um, Kentucky and Tennessee, they are not returning a lot of offensive linemen, Bri. They are not. Four of the five um, positions are up for grabs. Right guard Ben Cleveland is the only returning starter on that offensive line. And then on the um, defensive side of the ball, nothing really has changed. Um, Of the 19 defenders to 200 snaps last year, 14 of them are returning. So lots of experience um, on the backside. A few names defensive end Malik Herring, 6'3, 280 behind him linebacker Monty Rice 6'1", 235 and then behind him safety Richard Lecount 511 190 two forced fumbles and four interceptions um, if I was picking I would pick Georgia to win the east
0: with Florida very close second
1: probably. E- I, yes I would say in the order I read those through reverse is how I would um how I would pick that to play out
0: Okay. And this year, as opposed to other years, because of the COVID situation, they're doing more crossover division games. So even in this week, as we when we get to the uh, schedule breakdown, the preview of the schedule for the week, you will see that you will see East and West divisions crossing over very early on in the season. Here, uh, I'm going to go the opposite direction uh, for the West. I'm going to go from best. "Quote unquote" to worst, probably. Okay, so wow. let's start with Alabama. Ever heard of them? Roll Tide and all that.
1: Wait, I thought I thought you were doing. I thought you were doing first to worst.
0: I, I am. Shouldn't
1: they be near like the back end? Sorry, go ahead.
0: No, no, I'm doing the, <laughs> who I think will win first in their uh, uh, division boring. Yeah, well, I I just want to get it out of the way. I have a weird little <laughs> thing here from ESPN once again, uh Bill Connolly, uh excellent writer for ESPN. Shout out. Um he put together a great article, but there is one huge um uh, mix up here. Uh Nick Saban listed as coach, totally fine and accurate. Uh has him isn't in his fifth year, Ryan. Nick Saban is not in his fifth year with Alabama. <laughs>
1: And a couple of years off there. Yeah,
0: a few years off. Uh, they have him as 44 and 12. Uh, he's got a lot more games under his belt than that. But, anyways, last year they were 11 and 2, 6 and 2 in the conference. And as they always do, no big surprise, sent a whole bunch of people to the NFL, including starting quarterback Tua Tonga Viola. Tua. Tua Tonga Viola. Man, I normally nailed it the first try, but that time, I don't know, a little hiccup there. Uh, Before we uh, move on. Yeah.
1: yeah. Before we move on, does Tua make his start
0: tonight? Or uh, not
1: no. start. Does he play tonight, do you think? No. No? Okay.
0: Go no. ahead and move on. The uh, Jaguars will win in a route. <gasps> Whoa. Not in a route. I just wanted to say that. Uh, so we'll start with the quarterback and there's not a whole lot to talk about because it's Mac Jones and I'm not trying to slight Mac Jones, but he didn't get to play a whole lot year other than when Tua went down, obviously. And whenever they put up enough points that they were able to pull out the starters and then Mac Jones would make his start. So Mac Jones does have experience. Uh, he will be the, the clear starter and will be on challenge at the quarterback position, moving over to the running back position. Do you know who I'm about to talk about?
1: Um, Does it rhyme with Haji Ferris?
0: Yeah, it does rhyme with that. Najee Harris, senior running back, big boy. He's 6'2", 230. Everyone knows that about him. Yeah, he's a big boy. Uh, 1,200 yards, uh, 13 touchdowns, uh, average 5.9 yards per attempt. So Najee's going to slide in there perfectly and not be a problem. And then in the middle of the defense, I'm going to bounce around. I'm not sticking offense, defense. I'm going to kind of just bounce around. But uh, Dylan Moses will be the uh, defensive signal caller for them in the middle of the defense. Uh, Moses is 6'3", 240, amazing size. He's a great athlete. Um, He's a senior as well. So very reliable uh, linebacker in the middle of the defense there. Then we get to one of my favorite players in the whole conference, Patrick Surtain. Patrick Surtain is, I will see at the end of the year is either number one or number two corner, depending on what your preferences are. Uh, he's got great size. Once again, thing you kind of just repeat over and over of Alabama six, two, two Oh three. Last year he had three force fumbles, uh, two INTs, uh, eight passes defended. 32 solo tackles, you know, very reliable, very good, uh, sure-handed tackler and uh, a guy that you should be uh, lucky to have on your team, especially in the NFL. And then I've here's his
1: name in a yeah. couple mocks.
0: Oh, of course. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then here's a guy that probably could have entered the draft last year. And it's a guy that we were all a little confused that didn't, especially cause I think he could have gone in the first couple of rounds, but whatever. Alex Leatherwood. Who feels like he's been playing at Alabama for 10 years? Uh, a 6'6, 312 pound um, tackle, and he is um, a senior, so he has to come out. Uh, obviously, no stats for linemen, but he's a big boy and a guy to keep your eye on, especially as we get closer to the draft. So, Alabama is Alabama. That's why I wanted to do them first. I didn't want to leave them for last because they're actually kind of boring because of how good they are. Wouldn't you agree? Right.
1: Right. Yeah, that's a that's a good point you made on on um, Leatherwood there. How he's you feel like he's been playing there forever. Nick Saban is really really good at convincing his guys to come back and play for another season. Hence, you know, you said Leatherwood, Dylan Moses, was another guy. He was he was probably already locked in for a first round pick, easy, and. Um, Nick Saban talked him into coming back. So yeah, good for Nick Saban. Good for, um, Alabama.
0: Yep. Uh, next, um, I don't necessarily feel that they'll finish second, but, uh, I think they are finally in a really, really good place in their own division. Um, not to mention the conference in a whole let's talk about Texas A&M. Texas A&M has returning coach Jimbo Fisher in his third year. He's 21 and five as the head coach of the Aggies Uh, last year. eh, So, so they were eight and five, four and four in the conference. Um, But they have um, some real opportunities to make some strides here. And the reasons are they are returning some pretty dynamic wide receivers. And they have a pretty fun quarterback, Kellen Munn. You know about Kellen? I do not. Kellen Munn is six three two seventeen. He's a senior. And last year, uh, 2,800 yards passing, uh, 20 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Um, he's definitely a guy who can make enough plays on the ground. Um, it's not a consistent thing, but you know, Texas A&M, they like to uh, keep the up-tempo offense. So I would expect to see him play, uh, Early, um, well, and then uh, as it gets closer to, you know, the end of the season, we'll see about the, the matchups there, and it's obviously going to get tighter. It's going to be tougher, so we'll see how he does down the stretch. Leon O'Neill Jr., defensive back, is a junior. He's 6'1", 210. Last year, he had 30, 30 solo tackles, one pick, and three passes defended. So they have at least a pretty good-sized corner on the outside to rely on. And then they have a wide out. Everything's going all weird on me. Where did he go? Where did he go? Ryan, I lost him. Never mind. I'll move on. Let's talk about the Marvin <laughs> Leal. The Marvin Leal is a sophomore. Now, you ready for this? He's a DN. 6'4", okay. 290 pounds. Yeah. Okay. So long, lean, bender, guy that gets gonna get around the edge. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: 14 solo tackles last year, two sacks, and I would imagine that he's gonna come in even stronger. So that's very exciting. There, uh, the Aggies, man. I just I'm not very familiar with them. So every time I read a name, I'm like, huh? Do I know that guy? I don't really know that guy. Like this guy, right? Isaiah Spiller. It seems like maybe he's related to CJ, but I didn't no, he's see anything.
1: Related to CJ. Is he? No, I have no idea.
0: Okay. Uh, he's a sophomore as well. He's 6'1", 220. Last year, he had 946 rushing yards, 10 touchdowns for an average of 5.4 yards per attempt. He is going to be the lead back for sure. In the middle of the defense, they have Buddy Johnson. Uh, Buddy Johnson is 6'2", 230-pound senior. He's from Dallas, Texas. I say that because you live not too far from Dallas, right?
1: Correct. Okay. 45 minutes or so.
0: There you go. Uh, he had 38 tackles last year, one sack, one forced fumble. Uh, the thing about Buddy Johnson is um, he's – I don't want to beat him up too much. Uh, of what I could tell about him is – he doesn't click and close as much as you would like him to at that size. So let's see what he can do going forward. Uh, that's all I have for the Aggies, and that's okay because, like I said, the Aggies is a program that I'm not 100% comfortable with. This next program I'm very very comfortable with. Uh, Auburn, Gus Malzahn returns in his eighth year. At least I hope it's the eighth year. I can't trust ESPN right now. They got me all messed up since reading about Saban. Uh, last year, they finished five and three in the conference, and they were nine and four overall. First, you got to talk about quarterback Bo Nix. You know about Bo Nix?
1: Yes, electric,
0: electric, very electric, very fun. Bo Nix last year six. He's a sophomore. Uh He had twenty five hundred passing yards for sixteen touchdowns and six interceptions. He's a six two two thirteen, and he's a. Um, uh, I don't want to say sneaky because I think everyone kind of knows about him, but at the same time, if you look at a picture of Bo Nix right now, if you pull it up on Google and then you watch him play on Saturdays, you will not think it's the same kid because he just looks, I do not know he's got like that choir boy, like, I don't know, kind of shy, kind of like face to him and silly to look at. Uh, sorry, Bo. Uh, let's talk about a wide receiver. He'll be throwing to Anthony Schwartz. Anthony Schwartz is a junior, a six foot, 179 pound wide receiver. He had 41 catches last year for 440 yards and one touchdown. Nothing about that is exciting, but it's the opportunities and the offense that he's playing in that is going to keep it exciting. So I trust in Auburn. I think they're going to be just fine. And, uh, Gus Malzahn keeps that thing rolling. The number one thing about Auburn this year is defense. Their defense is returning a good amount of starters. It's the same system. They've been coaching for years and I trust that they'll keep them in a lot of games. So let's talk about defensive back, Roger McCree. He's a junior. He's six foot, 188 pounds. He had 30 solo tackles, one interception and 11 passes defended. Uh, Roger McCurry is a guy that's uh, good at playing press and he's a guy that's good at playing man. So he's going to, you know, help in how the blitz situations, which is something that you definitely see from Auburn when you watch them on Saturdays. Uh, in the middle of the defense, you have uh Zacoby McLean. He is six foot, 211 pound junior. Last year he had 32 solo tackles, one, half a sack, not, exact numbers, but three force fumbles and one interception. And they're a blitz heavy team. Uh, a lot of fun to watch. I enjoy watching their defense. So yeah, I like uh, the Tigers for this year. And then, uh, oh look, next team up, another Tigers. They did something kind of fun last year. Oh yeah, the LSU Tigers. They won the national championship last year. Know what the problem with that is though, right? A lot of the guys that that won that national championship, where are they right now?
1: In the NFL.
0: They are in the NFL. They're in the NFL, and they're looking really good, too. So, what are we going to talk about? Well, first we're going to talk about how Jamar Chase will not be catching any balls because he has opted out. So, their elite wide receiver will not be contributing. So, they're going to look elsewhere. And one of those guys that they're going to look to is Racy McMath. McMath, that's a fun name. He's a senior, 6'3", 224 pounds. Last year, he only had 17 catches for 285 yards and three touchdowns. Not a lot of production, but he got opportunities this year. That will be the difference. Uh, The other wide receiver is Terrace Marshall Jr. Terrace Marshall Jr. himself is also a junior. Uh, How about that? Uh, 46 catches, 671 yards, 13 touchdowns for an average of 14.6 uh, ca- uh, yards per catch. So he's going to be the guy that I think it will have the most chemistry. Um, they have um, – I mean, it's Ed Orgeron as the coach. Uh, where did a quarterback go? Uh, where did that quarterback go? Well, you know that Joe Burrow obviously left. Uh, so they are going to be replacing their quarterback. And Miles Brennan. There it is. Thank you. He is a a, a Louisiana native. I guess uh, actually his family like runs like a really famous restaurant or something like that. I don't know. Shout out. uh, You know what?
1: Do they make uh, crawdads?
0: It. I mean, crawfish. Crawfish bowl. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Let's (laughs) move on. Let's move on. Uh, Let's talk about the running or the safety for LSU. Jacoby Stevens, a 6'2, 230 pound senior. Last year he had 53 solo tackles, three interceptions, and six passes defended. Now let's talk about a real stud. Can you guess who I want to talk about right now?
1: Nope, no clue. CB1. Derek
0: Stingley. Derek Stingley. Derek Stingley's a sophomore, a true sophomore. And I believe he's being gifted the number eighteen this year. We'll we'll find out on Saturday for sure. But last I heard, he was getting their uh, um, superstar number of eighteen. Last year he had thirty-one solo tackles. He had as a f- true freshman six interceptions, fifteen Whoa. passes defended. Challenge the dude and he makes you pay. That's the one thing you need to know about Stingley. You go after him, and he's he's ready for you because he's he's gonna come down with that ball, or he's, he's going to at least knock it away. Now we get to the stretch of the uh, Western Division of first-year coaches. There's three first-year coaches. Here's one that's been around the block for a while, though. Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin enters the SEC, and I'm not a big fan of him personally, but he's a pretty good recruiter. Uh, I don't know who he's got coming in right now, but here's what he's working with. He's got a senior linebacker, Sam Williams, 6'4", 265, 21 solo tackles, six sacks, one forced fumble, and one interception. So a good, nice, reliable linebacker there. What team uh, is this? this? We're talking about Ole Miss. Go Rebels. Ole Miss, okay. Uh, They're going to start quarterback Matt Corral. Uh, Matt is a sophomore. He's 6'1", 205. Last year uh, in split duty, he had 1,300 passing yards, six touchdowns, three interceptions. So not a lot to tell from stats there, but he is the signal caller for now. Uh, let's hope he doesn't lose a job and have uh, good growth. Uh, let's talk about linebacker Jaquez Jones. Jaquez is a junior. He's six two thirty five. he's from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Can't believe he got out of uh, Nick Saban's uh, territory there. That's pretty impressive. Uh, 20, 27 soul tackles, two sacks, two forced fumbles. Uh, I don't know a lot about him either. Uh, don't know a whole lot about this old Miss team. It's not the old Miss teams of old. Um, they got a running back that had a pretty productive year last year. Uh, Jerian Ely. Jerian Ely is a sophomore. He's a slight guy. He's 5'8", 190. Uh, 722 yards rushing last year with six touchdowns uh, on 104 attempts for an average of 6.9 yards. So pretty, uh, pretty, uh, sounds like shifty uh, running back they're going to use there. Uh, they have a pretty good offensive lineman that I knew about. Uh, ben Brown, Ben Brown's a, I think he's a guard. Uh, he's a junior. He's six, five through 15. And uh, he's a guy that I've heard um, leading up to the season. Don't know what kind of draft grade he's going to have, but he's uh, going to hopefully keep that sophomore quarterback on his feet. What about um, the Mississippi state Bulldogs? Know anything about the Mississippi state Bulldogs?
1: Uh, real quick before you move on, I do sure. believe Dawson Knox's brother is a linebacker for Ole Miss.
0: Oh. I did that's not it.
1: that's all I got. Okay. He must not be that good if he wasn't on the preview, so
0: uh, I guess not. Or I just cool. I don't know everything. Hey, shots fired. Here's another first year coach, but another coach that's been around for quite a while. Ever heard of Mike Leach? Kind of. Yeah. Washington yeah, State's old coach. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Leach enters uh, the SEC and he's gonna bring his run and gun offense. Uh, but first let's talk about their defense. We'll talk about safety, CJ Morgan. CJ is a senior, he's six foot two hundred pounds. Last year he had thirty-one solo tackles, an interception, and eight passes defended. So pretty good stats there for a safety. Uh, out wide at wide out, they have Osiris Mitchell. Love that first name, Osiris. Mm-hmm. Big kid, 6'5, 210. He's a senior. Uh, last year he had 29 catches for 430 yards, six touchdowns. That's pretty good production on uh, only 29 catches to have six touchdowns. So, let's see what they got. At what for, point,
1: yeah, at what point do you think you're too tall at wide receiver? Do you, do you think there is a too tall?
0: Not necessarily.
1: Because that's the second guy we talked about um the other kid from uh joel uh not georgia is it georgia so the, the the Penn state transfer I couldn't remember six five two twenty five i mean that's a big ass receiver like that's like quarterback size six five two twenty five that's huge
0: right yeah no no kind of kind of depends on what you're asking him to do probably right,
1: yeah,
0: yeah uh at, uh, defensive end, they have a senior, Kobe Jones. Kobe is 6'4, 260, so another long um, DN. He had uh, 14 solo tackles and four sacks last year, so big opportunity for him this year. Uh, on the other side of the line, they have another DN that's a senior, also 6'4. This guy's 300 pounds. He's got some junk in the trunk. Uh, this is Marcus Spencer. Marcus had 22 solo tackles, two sacks, and two forced fumbles. So this Mississippi uh, State Bulldogs defensive line has some dudes that seem like they are going to bring some real power. Uh, To finish off Mississippi State, we'll talk about a really productive running back, Keelan Hill. Keelan is a senior. He's 5'11", 210. Last year, he had 242 attempts for 1,350 yards. 10 touchdowns is an average of 5.6 yards per attempt. Mississippi State Bulldogs under Mike Leach. Um, They're going to be bringing that that air raid offense, man. They're a lot of fun to watch. One team I don't think is a lot of fun to watch, at least they haven't been in a while, Arkansas. Shout out uh, Greg.
1: Isn't Greg in Arkansas? Isn't Greg? QC Greg, isn't he an Arkansas guy?
0: Maybe. Moving on. Depends on the day, right? Always depends (laughs) on the day. Uh, They also have a first-year head coach, uh, Sam Pittman. Uh, Where did Sam coach last year? I don't remember. Sam Pittman, where did you coach? I don't know. But Sam Pittman... Is uh gonna bring uh senior lineman Myron Cunningham back, he's six seven two ninety three, 293. Big boy! Uh, they have some pretty good offensive linemen, actually. Um, I know, um, returning this year. Um, here's another one, Ty Clary. Ty Clary is also a senior, he's six four two ninety eight. 298. So, like I said, they're going to keep a lot of continuity on that offensive line. That'll help a first-time head coach, or at least a first-year head coach. And then we have uh, Monteric Brown, a uh, defensive back. He's a junior. He's six foot one ninety. He had 23 solo tackles, one pick, three passes defended. Uh, Arkansas's defense has not been good for a long time. In fact, I don't know if they've ever really been good. Their offenses have always been better. Uh, But staying on defense, let's talk about linebacker. (laughs) Wait for this first name, Ryan. Ready? Bumper. His name is Bumper. Like bumper cars? Yeah. Bumper Pool. Bumper Pool is a junior. Bumper Pool is a a junior. He's 6'2", 225, uh, 38 solo tackles, a half a sack, and nothing else on his stat line from last year. Uh, bumper,
1: what a what a name for a defensive player! It's a player.
0: great name. Look up his face too; he's got a really funny smile. Uh, he's he's looking pretty happy over there. Is Arkansas. it P O O L E? No, like actually, like a pool, like a swim pool. No way, dude! Bumper pool. The first thing that comes wait, up is a pool wait. table. Yeah, pool table, bumper pool. That's like th- that's a a kind of pool. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, let's talk about before we finish out the SEC here. Raheem Boyd. Raheem Boyd is a running back senior, uh, six foot two, 215 pounds. He had eleven hundred thirty-three yards rushing last year. He had eight touchdowns for an average of 6.2 yards per attempt on 184 carries. And that's what I got for my conference. Um, I had the stronger conference, but because of the way the divisions are going to go this year and the way they have so many crossovers, uh, we'll find out pretty early on. Um, exactly where everybody stands. Uh, Let's highlight a few games here and see where you uh, can tune your eyes to. Saturday, noon, ESPN, you have Florida and Mississippi, Ole Miss facing off, so that's a good matchup there. Uh, Oklahoma takes on Kansas State on Fox at noon. Ooh, here's a good one. Kentucky and Auburn. That Auburn defense going against that Kentucky offensive line. Let's see what we got here. Uh, That's only on the SEC network, so you got to have the SEC network. It's a noon kickoff. Uh, Let's see. Louisville and Pitt are facing off. So the real strong Pitt defense taking on that high-power Louisville uh, offense. But we saw what happened last week when a better defense went against that Louisville offense. We know who won that one. We don't need to talk about that again. Right, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. Right,
1: yeah.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, uh, The U plays on Saturday. Uh,
0: Yeah, maybe we'll get to them. Uh, first, let's <laughs> talk about the TCU Horned Frogs getting their first uh, action of the year, taking on Iowa State. Give me the Horned Frogs in this one. I'll just say that right now. Uh, Army and Cincinnati are going to face off. Up. There you go, Horned Frog. Or I thought that was a Bulldog. Uh, whatever.
1: Throw up the Horned Frog. <laughs>
0: Uh, Army and Cincinnati are going to face off at 3.30 on ESPN. That uh, triple option offense is always a pain in the butt. Uh, returning uh, national champs, LSU, takes on Mississippi State at 3.30 on CBS. Texas, Texas Tech, nice rivalry game to get uh, to look at early on, is uh 3.30 kickoff on Fox. Um, and then OK State gets a pretty weak opponent here. They're going to face West Virginia at 3.30 on ABC. Okay, State, West Virginia. Who you got, Ryan? I
1: don't know. Okay, State. Okay, State. This is a big bounce back for them. They got to. That's
0: right. Uh, Georgia's got Arkansas at four on SEC Network. Alabama's got Mizzou, 7 o'clock on ESPN. Blah, 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 blah. Somebody named Miami's playing Florida State at 7.30. How about that, you, baby? Yeah. So that's what we got this week. Miami's actually the team. They beat uh, Louisville last week. Nobody watched that game. Okay. And, yeah, that's all I really want to highlight. Oh, Virginia Tech um, gets their first action of the year, uh, taking on NC State at 8 o'clock, also on the ACC Network. there we go. Processors. We have a full slate of games. It's absolutely loaded from noon to eight and then, uh, yeah, whatever, whatever else you want to get into. I don't know. Maybe there's some high school football kicking off somewhere. I don't know.
1: I'm going to a game tomorrow night. There you go. -hmm. Uh, of course, uh, course, Canada high school.
0: There we go. Uh, Go, what are they? Tigers.
1: Go, Go Tigers.
0: Tigers. Uh, I don't know if New York's got high school, but that's okay. I don't think they do. I don't think they do right now either. All right. Well, that's what we got. It was fun to do a uh, preview show with Ryan here. Nice to recap our uh, preview of the SEC and uh, look ahead to the, this weekend's games. Uh, Ryan, keep cool down there in Texas. I'm sure it's still hot.
1: No, it's, it hasn't been too bad actually. It's supposed to be 90 on Sunday though, it's been uh, like in the low 70s this week.
0: Okay, well, we're getting in the fall territory though, so everything will start cooling down. Leaves start dropping. Go get that cider, go apple picking, all that fun Pumpkin stuff. Pumpkin
1: spice lattes
0: have your yeah, with your scarves and your plaid sweatshirts, whatever. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, processors, enjoy your football. We'll be back on uh, Tuesday to recap this uh, weekend's game, and I believe we have a special guest lined up for that. We'll keep it a secret for now. All right, Ryan, take care.
1: All right, Brian, take it easy.
0: Until next time. Go Bills. Oh, yeah, go Bills and keep processing. And That process. You're such a jerk.
1: Do you trust the process?
0: Do you respect the process? Come on, get in here. We got to call this thing.
1: Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys, Here's the situation. Two minutes left, zero timeouts, down by a touchdown. we got to drive 75 yards. All right, we can do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify? So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready,
0: set, mother Delay of game, offense.